Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, joining us right now, we welcome in Kansas City Councilman Quentin Lucas. Uh, Councilman Lucas, we appreciate the time so much. Thank you again for coming on. We know yesterday was kind of a hectic day for you. You know, good to be with you guys always. It was an interesting day, but... Uh Look forward to explaining kind of what it was all about. Uh, Councilman Lucas, you were one of the, of the nine who voted no uh, in this and got everyone questioning why and what was the reason. And, and, and let's, let's go into this. Was this more than just a formality that we all thought was going to be the first little hurdle after we all were thrilled? I mean, as a guy who voted yes, as a guy on the radio who's banging the drum for yes, we really thought the, the meeting about the MOU was just going to be, uh, hey, all right, let's just sign off on this. But it didn't turn out that way. You know, it didn't. Uh, by background, I'm actually a contract lawyer. And so I think uh, what we were doing was trying to make sure that we are protecting the public interest long term. Uh, certainly an MOU is actually a first step in a set of contracts. But I think what you saw from the council yesterday was in no way folks trying to say, we hate the project. There's not going to be a new airport terminal or anything like that. It was the fact that there were certain terms in this deal that we just couldn't live with right now. We wanted them to get reshaped. For some reason, that hasn't happened over the last several weeks. And so, therefore, we thought the best idea was to kind of start anew on the MOU and try to come to a better negotiation position. I know there were some concerns expressed about the vague terms, community benefits. Uh, yep. First, let's talk about dollars. Um, this $30 million idea that's hanging over this project, for those that are listening, what was the conflict, what was the problem, and, and how much did that factor into your no vote yesterday? You know, I think it was a significant part of the no vote. I mean, the idea is this, that uh, Edge Moore, and this happens naturally, uh, will get reimbursed for expenses in the event for some reason they either go away or we dismiss them or something like that. It's like a severance payment for somebody who's fired before a contract term is up. And while that is routine and a part of business, some of us had a question on the council, wait a minute, why aren't we paying uh, for costs that were incurred prior to the election, for example? Why are we paying for costs that were incurred in connection with coming up with some sort of rendering? As you might remember, uh, Burns and McDonald, AECOM, JLL actually came up with their own renderings and had to eat those costs. So we were wondering why we're actually spending a few million dollars and also on attorney's fees. All these things that at the beginning the, uh, the developers were saying they were doing at risk, and now it seemed like the public was starting to reimburse that. So that was something that was giving people pause. There was another reality, though, which was that, of course, the longer you last in the contractual arrangement, uh, then the more you're going to have to pay up to that $30 million fee. And what we were saying was, well, well, gosh, if for some reason, let's say that there is a cause for us to go separate ways, Edgemore does something wrong, or, or we do, um, do we want to always actually have to have that $30 million burden sitting there? And so while it's one that uh, progresses over time, I think even from the start, the idea that we're paying expenses backdated from September to now, we're paying millions of dollars of expenses. My colleague Heather Hall noted we don't know what some of those are even going to. Uh, made us pause and made us want to ask more questions about it. 
Now, Councilman Lucas, uh, I am just filling in here on the show, so please do forgive me. I'm a bit of a village <laughs> idiot, okay? Um, yes, but I, I think the village idiot perspective is an important one here because so I absolutely understand and appreciate you looking out for the finances of the city on that level. And, uh, you know, personally, I don't understand why these extremely wealthy companies ever get some sort of out from a city. Uh, I also kind of feel like from the idiot perspective, I've watched this go back and forth in the press. And it's almost another black eye for the city in that. We can't get this done. And I was against how this whole process started from the get-go with the Burns and McDowell, even though I'm sure it was above the board. It felt like it wasn't. And so from the get-go, I was questionable, but I do understand the need for a single terminal. I'm all for it. How do we get through this process? How do we get everybody on the same page? How do we move Kansas City forward? Yeah, I think that's a great question, and that's the one that I'm hearing the most from people. I'm actually... Lawrence, Kansas, this morning, and a few people have asked me that, too. Um, very simple. First, this is a short-term uh, obstacle. I, you know, I disagree. The Kansas City Star had a pretty uh, strong and stinging editorial today that I don't frankly think is accurate. They were suggesting this could lead to years of delays um, and all types of other horrible conditions. That's not true. I think there is no one on the council that, first of all, wants to have to open up a brand-new procurement process and go through even the months of delay that we went through. So I think what you're going to see in the next several days is us come together once again, try to work on what it is that we want to see improved, for example, perhaps some specific financial terms so we can protect the flying public and the city's interest long-term. I think what you'll also see is some stronger definition on what community benefit agreements mean to us and mean to a majority of the council. We're going to work on that. And frankly, I don't see why that stuff can't get done before Christmas. And so, you know, I'm, I'm reading a lot. I'm on Twitter, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You're all right. You're all right, Councilman. But, you know, that are suggesting that everything's done and this is the worst move ever, et cetera, and I respect what they're saying, but here's the deal. We're going to get the new airport. The voters approved the new airport. The council supports the new airport. This is not an end around on that. All this is doing is making sure we get it done right and up front so that four years from now we're not looking at each other and wondering why something went wrong and nobody asked a question at the beginning. Councilman Quentin Lucas joining us here on 98.1 KMBZ. When it comes to the community involvement and uh, reaching out towards minority companies for hiring for construction, was there a specific debate that was held on that that you had and the rest of those no votes uh, had a problem with? You know, there's there's a lot of debate on that right now. And frankly, it's, it's a debate that is in some way outside of uh, what some of us talked about yesterday, but I think it's relevant to the minds of some. So. Uh, there are labor unions and issues to think about in connection with this. I know they wanted uh, as much representation as they could. Uh, there are minority-owned firms, women-owned firms that want as much representation as they could. There is this reality that there's a $1 billion-plus project right now. And so I think you have a lot of different interest groups uh, that are trying to be part of it. And, you know, and I commend them for that because that's their job. Um, and so I think to my different colleagues, there were a spectrum of different reasons. I know I had one colleague who said he wanted it to be transformative for the east side of Kansas City uh, in creating jobs for people who live over there. I have another colleague who was kind of all about the labor unions. I have another colleague who mentioned Burns and McDonald. And so you're right to suggest that, yeah, there are a lot of different and, and disparate influences and interests 
But, you know, the hard part of leadership isn't just saying that you're doing things. It's actually bringing other people together. And so I would hope that over the next few days, myself, Charlie Justice, the mayor, so many others, uh, Jermaine Reed is on the committee, uh, get a chance to work towards, I think, what is a consensus and how we go forward and how we make sure we go forward and get the best project possible. Councilman, I know there is a sky is falling attitude, like you said, on, on Twitter. And part of the, the, the facts that are coming out is that one member of the city councilman, Councilman Barnes, has introduced a resolution that would end, immediately end, further negotiations with Edgemore and move on to the runner-up, which was AECOM. Is that a realistic possibility? Could we be saying goodbye to Edgemore in, like you said, we want to get it done before Christmas, but is that a realistic possibility? Um, you know, I think the answer to that is that, there are a number of possibilities now, and I'll be honest and say you probably have three real ones, which is, uh, and I hope this does proceed this way, you get a chance to talk to Edgemore, you can try to improve the agreement, you go through all of that. If, however, the council decides that um, we're past that point of negotiation for whatever set of reasons, then you would look at the number two better. I then think the other option would be you open up the procurement, nobody wants to do that. And so, you know, you're looking at that realm of opportunities. In terms of the timing question, um, I, don't, I don't see why there has to be a, a real delay. I mean, I don't see why we can't all sit in a room today, or I guess on Monday, because we have to notice it up for the public, uh, and come to some sort of decision and force ourselves to think about what is the real path forward. And so I think you're right to ask, why don't we do that? Why don't we get that done now? Because the, the thought right now is, wait. Is this process still troubled? I thought we had a vote. When are we just going to break ground on the new darn airport? And that's what I think we're all interested in, but we're making sure that we're doing it well. Councilman Lucas, thank you so much. We appreciate it. This has been a really fun, long, drawn-out process. We hope it ends very quickly. And if I don't talk like to you before... Divorce. right? Exactly. <laughs> but, but with a lot more airplanes. Uh, yeah. But if we, if we do not get a chance to talk to you before Christmas, and hopefully we do because I think most people want this resolved before Christmas, if we don't talk to you before then, have a great holiday, sir. Hey, happy holidays to you. We'll get this done very soon, and we can talk about everything else under the sun. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 